Hey, hey, hey. Hi. Hi, friends. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Valentine's Day weekend. Waste management open weekend for our Arizonians. What else? Uh, Super Bowl. Um, Super Bowl. AKA <laughs> halftime show day. Oh, I, I am F about so freaking pumped. Like, Pablo, like, this is his, like, if he had a record collection, it would be these guys. Like, I'm excited 100%. to watch it, but I'm more excited to watch Pablo watching it. <laughs> I 100%, it's so funny because, like, Reed has been getting me into, like, 90s hip-hop rap. And I'm, like, I have goosebumps. Like, I, like even last night, like, I love Eminem, like, to be honest. Like, Doesn't. and so I was on the way home last night. So we were actually in Chandler last <laughs> night. Okay. Um, M&M. I was like the whole ride home. I was like, I am so freaking pumped for this show. And then, cause it, and also there's was like special guest. There's like a rumor. Oh, of, there's a rumor. I don't know if it's like, if it's actually happening of like Megan Thee Stallion. Like maybe there's like rumor of like some other people oh, I'm excited. coming on, but I don't know hundred percent. Like, obviously like, I don't like, it could be a, a rumor. Yeah. It might not be true. So I'm also pumped. So I'm like, going to be like, we're really like looking for like something else to happen. Dang. Yeah. We're excited. We're just going to chill and maybe put the game on, but like, we're going to set the show. up the show. The like, show. So, all right. Yeah. So this is before watching it. I, I think I'm going to guess the special guest. Let's guess. Can you go first? Yes. You want me to go first? Yeah. Um, like not Kanye but like somebody like epic like maybe <sighs> Jay-Z's not already on it right no it's like maybe like I think it's Kendrick Jay-Z. Lamar nice I think I think it's Kendrick Lamar I know for sure it's Eminem okay. uh Snoop Dogg which Snoop Dogg just released a new because he bought um I love him he bought the record label okay he bought a record label and everyone's like everyone knows like if I'm sure if it was, I don't remember that record label name and then he released a whole new album yeah, and yeah. it's also amazing so 100% like I mean it's definitely like there's like a little bit I don't know, I feel like there's a little bit more of a jazz to it maybe he's like Ooh. trying to really yeah so there's like one or two hits on their like tracks I was like oh like that looks a little jazzy so um and then Dre Jay-Z yeah Dre Best. Snoop Dogg, Mary Blige, um, Eminem, I think Kendrick Lamar. Nice. So it's uh, it's gonna be good. I I think it's a Megan Thee Stallion. I don't think it's a be. I to be honest, like I Kanye Gay is his own character. He's not in but, a great place right now. Yeah, but I do love his music. If I'm being completely honest, like I like it's good he's an artist for sure he's a good artist yeah so I 100% do like his music I think that he's um I don't think he would be on it because I think he's a little bit of a controversy right now Mm so but I it would be nice if it was Jay-Z I do think it's going to be a a women I think it's gonna be women rappers all right yeah okay um Beyonce. Hey. He brought Beyonce out. Oh my God. The I it's just like how do they 
like prepare for like like how do like I want like I want to be in like their like recording session or like, their like rehearsal sessions. There's like like all these like huge big name people in just one room collaborating. That's just crazy to me. And like so, they're performers, yeah, but they're like artists first and foremost. Oh my god, they're they're crazy. They're crazy good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I look forward to that. We're making brisket, making buffalo chicken dip. So passing to Pablo, I was like, ah. Oh. Um, and <laughs> some for him. That'd be cool. I know. Um, I you know. What? I'm sure I'll have extras. I'll have to find a way to get down to you guys. But you can go get it. Yeah. No. Come. You guys come on over. It's very come chill. We're just eating. Um. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So, all right, we'll see. It's like basically national halftime show day. It's crazy. Could care less about the Super Bowl, but I, yeah. I I'm not a Rams fan. Definitely not a Bengals fan. Sorry, mm-hmm. I don't even. I know there even were that many Bengals fans to be honest. Um, once the Bills were out, and Cardinals, um, kind of just like haven't been haven't been present on what's happening after that. So I was like, well. We have yeah. food. We have the halftime show. Um, it's still a fun day. What? It's still a fun day. Oh, it's still. Day. Yeah. No, I I need to pick my alcohol choice. So um, I need to find like a cool, like fun mixology. Like I want like, cause I love doing drinks, like nice cocktails at home. So yeah. I need to like come up with like a Super Bowl drink. You guys are so good at that. And you like have the goods to make the drinks. We do. We, I have to say like, it's definitely a hobby. Yeah. Cause like, even though I joke, like I drink a lot, I don't really drink a lot. Like I, I don't drink all during the week. I don't drink month well, Friday. Okay. Friday night I do drink, but Monday mm-hmm. through Thursday, I don't drink any alcohol. I usually don't drink on Sundays. This is an exception, but I usually only drink Friday or Saturday, like only one of those, do I really go drink, drink. I might have one drink on one of those days, but like one day is really designated for like a couple of cocktails. So I don't drink. If anyone's like worried about me, cause I drink, I talk a lot about alcohol. I genuinely like the science and like the mixology and like the ratios, and like mixing flavors. Like I just genuinely like the way a good cocktail looks. And mm-hmm. I even have like pictures I took last night. We were at a dead place in downtown Chandler. It's called the Brickyard. I've never been there, but okay. Okay. Brickyard, get the drink, Clover Club. Okay. I don't know if I'm able to like show a picture through this. It is beautiful. It is amazing. I don't know. It's like the color. It's like, it is my favorite drink right now. Hands down. So anyway. Today I want to make, it's like gin. I think I have everything to make. I need to look up the recipe again, but I'm going to try to make it today at home. Nice. So maybe it'll inspire me. Maybe I'll make my own too. Yeah. Let's just go crazy and make cool drinks. And then I'll give you like the tasting notes and a review after. <laughs> It'd be like a, a sommelier, but for yes. hard liquor. Yeah. If I could like do that for a living, that would be too good. Too good. Yeah, that court. We went to ASU. That's true. We grad. Yeah, that's we got a degree in that. That's that's a good point. Yeah, no, I agree. 
Um, but yeah, anything new with you? Like how's work? How's everything? How's the home? Work is great. Should we share a little bit about what we do? Sure. Yeah. Cause I'll be working a little bit today. So. Okay. Yeah. So I work, I have two jobs. I work like both jobs part-time. My first job that I go to is for a sea salt company, random, but there's a lot of cool small businesses in Arizona. And this is one of them. It's finishing salt and it's not like seasoning. It's not like nasty, boring barbecue rub. It's like fresh, good ass bougie salt mean that as a total compliment and it's finishing salt so like in different flavors um so yeah never thought I'd be this psyched about sea salt but it's so what are you doing what are you doing for them like are you in like are you a part of like the like the process of making it or like what do you do for the company I kind of like mostly assistant type work um Mm-hmm. I'm like I do like the packaging and the labeling of the products like the inventory and, yeah like inventory I love that and and uh distribution I guess yeah um, and but then I recently started helping them with social media type stuff so then that like that kind of brings my old social media experience into it so, but mm-hmm. it's owned by the best family ever and the salt is amazing it's so good so that sounds so fun. It is so fun. And so yeah. I recommend it. Mm-hmm. Um, shameless plug for sure, but they deserve it. It's an amazing product. No, that is yeah. like, let's bring yours. awareness to local Arizona yeah. companies. Like, absolutely. I, I, I'm going to check them out. I, I like like Greenworks in a plan, a manufacturing plan. I love what do you like what people do like the whole like inventory the logging yeah. like the process like I think that's such fun work <laughs> it is it's weirdly fun yeah no 100 but that's awesome okay so you do that during the day yes like kind of the first half of the day then I go to my second job which is an after-school program at a local um school district um which is amazing it's also a super simple job but it's just temporary because I wanted to see if I could be around kids all day because I was thinking about going into a teaching profession so are you still thinking yeah but I feel like I'm not gonna make any big moves for the next six months um I love where I'm at for right now I'm I still have so much to learn like uh these kids you have to fight for your life (laughs) every day but it's always worth it the stuff they say to me like I'm trying to remember to write it down because you know you could like create a friggin' book with the things that you get told from oh yeah things that come out of their mouth um it's very interesting and entertaining yeah. all day long they make that stuff up yeah no that's so fun now so you're fun. gonna kids are uh teachers and people that work with you know kids like wear capes you know like they are just warriors and just the best human beings so to do that work 100 yeah. percent, like you but what do you do now that you're yeah. not anymore yeah I don't teach anymore I do like miss it I think like I could see myself one day maybe going back or at least doing tutoring but I do love what I do now so I do I work for uh corporate company 
Mm-hmm. And, um, I freaking love it. I feel so empowered and I feel heard. And so a lot, cause I, I always get worried to tell people, Oh, I work for corporate America. Mm-hmm. Cause like people have like this stigma, but I genuinely have never felt so empowered as a woman, like being like, listening, they feeling people listen to like, what's move you up in the company. Like, I just feel like I'm so valued. Yeah. Like I, I don't know. I've had like, the best experience. And so like, right now, like my job title is like a product development role. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm working with like product managers, like on like a, this platform that marketers use to send out like marketing campaigns and I train them on like that product. So mm-hmm. like it's a training role, but it's like not called training. Like it's not like a training, it's training in my role, but it's not like a trainer position. Um, and like, I don't know, like it definitely makes me think like one day that maybe I'd like to do more like informational technology type work. Okay. Um, I just, I don't know. I really love like the engineering component. I don't know. I just like that. I wish I like focus on that in college. Like, I just love the process of like from beginning to end, like seeing, like uh, seeing something created from beginning to end, like is really, really cool to me and like understanding that. So no, I love it. And everything I've done in my life, whether it's in teaching any job I've, I've had really since college and even in college, like I genuinely liked doing what I did. Yeah. I think my mom always instilled that in me of like, love what you, is that phrase? Like love what you do and you're never working. But like, I, even like today, like, I think about being at, like sitting in a room, like watching the Super Bowl, doing my work. Like I love doing, like, I, even I'm I teach it, like, I just love always working. Like I know it's like, unhealthy to some people, but I think like when you genuinely love what you do, mm-hmm. that's like you, you like to do it though. Like, you know what I mean? It's like I, on my weekends, like I can't wait to go down there, like do some of the work I like projects I'm on right now. That's awesome. Even like teaching, like, I remember like every weekend, like, you know, it was like that. I was like, oh, teachers have a lot to do, but I genuinely like liked creating mm-hmm. lesson plans. like look at activities, like, I don't know, I like working. So yeah, Pablo was always like, don't take your stuff home. Um, and I don't like, I really try yeah. to listen to that or I know I'll let it get overboard, but I'm going to do like a little like Valentine's day thing for them. And yes! I want to, I yes, want to you love it. it. Yeah. It's no. Funny. Yeah. I, I'm, I know tons of people and I, that's why I am working on boundaries, like setting those boundaries, but I know like a lot of people are against like this way of thinking, but I genuinely, I like working. I like, I enjoy it. I think like, if you don't like what you're doing, I'm someone's like change, just change. Yeah. Like, Cause I've done it. Like I, I've abruptly stopped doing what I was doing. Cause I wasn't happy. So I'm someone that I have that mindset. Like if you don't like what you do. You have one life, you know, like stop wasting time, stop wasting time. And I know tons of people that just complain every day what they do. And I'm like, stop. There's so much opportunities. Trust yeah. me. I'm in exhibit a, like I'm in a completely different field than where I thought I'd ever be. It can happen to anybody. Stop what you're doing. Take, I can send you anybody career assessments. Like first I have seven assessments. I took people oh, uh, I like, yes, invest in a career coach if you have the money, but if you don't, I will send you every single thing I did to figure out, like to find my, cause it's like, how do you know in college what you like? How do you know what you don't know? Like, you don't know. Like, I wish I focused a lot more on engineering and stuff in college. I wish I did like so many different things I never thought were even like things out there. So I think like you have endless possibilities, opportunities in this world to do anything you want. Mm -hmm. So I'm just like a big thing of like, I get don't work, take your work home with you. But at the same time, if you love what you do, 
you know, then good do it. Yeah. So I can't wait to work on like projects say during the Super Bowl. My laptop, get things done. So but other than that, I mean my our wedding is in two months. Oh my gosh. Like I we can't even wrap our heads around it. Um so we'll probably be doing wedding stuff during the Super Bowl today and Ah, fun. We're super excited at this point. It's it'll be like two years that we're engaged by the time that we get married. So it's been, yeah. It's like it was already like finally you guys are engaged, but now right. finally we get to actually talk to not. Now you can yeah. celebrate your lives coming together mm-hmm. and like a beautiful partnership. Yeah. So we're super excited, but that's basically it. Do you want to go like for my life? Anything else in your life? No, I think like I'm just like in this phase of like, and maybe it's societal pressures that we'll get into, but I I, I just like want a little bit of change. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, and I don't know what that means or what that looks like, but like, you know, right now we're like, should we sell our house? Should we like move somewhere else? Like, I don't know. Like, I just, I, I feel like I want like change right now. I don't know what that means or what that looks like in a sense. I like, I feel, I just want something new. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, so that's just where I'm at. Like, so just navigating, like, what is, what do next steps look like? And we've gone through the process, like what you do to get a new house. And we've done the W2 stuff. We've gone through all that. Luckily my answer in the mortgage business. So like, they're there to help, but like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't even know if that's going to be fulfilling to me. Like, so I move. Is that like, is that going to fulfill that box of like, of what I need? I don't know. Maybe it's not, but I just need change, you know? Oh yeah. I don't know. I need constant change. Yeah. I just like want something. I don't know. Like maybe I just, maybe I just need to take a trip. So I don't need to, like, maybe I just need to do one thing and I'll be, I'll feel fulfilled. I don't know. But right now I just feel like I'm moving through life, you know, doing me. And it's like, I feel like I need something new. So whether it's like, a different scenery than where I live. I don't know. I just want something, need something to like kind of fulfill this box of mine that I just feel like is like has cobwebs in it. And it's like, I just need to like fill it. And I don't know why I say that. I I just like visually see like a box and like cobwebs. Like that's why I just need to clean that box, fill it up and I'll be good. Visual. I don't know why. Um, You have those visuals, but okay. I have weird. Yeah. I, any, I don't know what happens in my head, but that's just where I'm at. So nothing, nothing crazy, just, uh, well, maybe crazy, maybe, a, maybe it need a drastic change, but that's where I'm at. I maybe like I need a new coffee pot. Maybe I need something to get, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> maybe it's the hair Maybe I need new hair. I don't, I don't know, but something. And next time we have our, another episode, maybe that will change what already happened okay. and I'll keep everyone posted. If anyone is dying to know what that what's going to be in that box you know I'm excited to know I want to follow we'll, yeah we'll I will you guys a follow-up because I definitely want to know keep you posted you always make shit happen so I'm excited to see it but it should happen yeah of following up and mm-hmm. you, yeah should we go over the takeaways from our last episode all about relationships relationships yeah. Yeah, I love that we did. I'm just trying to pull up. I love that we, I like the idea of doing takeaways at the end of every episode. I feel like when you listen to a podcast, you listen to 
the news or I don't know, you listen to something informational that like that allows for takeaways. It's mm-hmm. nice to kind of like have like that spark note version of those takeaways. So our last episode, we talked about like navigating and maintaining relationships and some takeaways from the episode are kind of re- a reflexive practice. So kind of reflecting in the moment of like what you're doing. Yeah. And so we kind of gave that quote of like, if you're standing in the rain, you have two options. You get wet or you, you get wet and be upset about it. Either mm-hmm. way, you're wet. So it's how you react. Yeah. And Reed always says that to me. And I always think like, well, why can't I have an umbrella in this scenario? Why can't, why is there no like umbrella in this quote? But it's just that idea of like, you know, allowing for that reflection in every situation you're in of like, is this worth being upset about? Why am I upset about it? The next one, he said proximity. So finding that support system, like allowing for like where you're at and like what your surroundings are and who you let into your circle, um, cancel out to eliminating relationships that do not better you. Mm-hmm. It's a hard one, but it kind of becomes pretty crystal clear. Like the older you get, I feel like it does. And so then this right. one, I love this one. And I am actually working on this one. I think it has to do with societal pressures too. Mm-hmm. Genuine. So being genuinely happy for yourself and others around you. So like, don't compare yourself to others and their accomplishments and feel like it's a competition, but like allowing for you to be, I'm so genuinely happy for them, what they're doing and not thinking of yourself in that moment. And I think that's so, I think yeah. I work on, so I always feel like when someone tells me something good, I'm like, oh, I feel like I need to like do something like that too. But it's like, no, like just be genuinely happy in the moment for them. Not that you can't like reflect on it later and be like, well, I feel like I need to do it, you know, but like just like being genuinely happy for somebody else and their accomplishments. Yes. And then the last one, which was a joke, but I actually do think this is like the best thing ever. Um, seating arrangement. So I say I stand by that. So that was last last week or last episode. Um, and then this episode, you know, I know we've, we talk a lot, um, but it's really focusing on societal pressures and maybe like, what does that mean to each of us? Maybe because our first, um, and then I, I found in on the Odyssey online, we all love the Odyssey. So like five societal pressures that people face the most, um, and maybe we can talk about how to navigate those or yeah. Maybe just reflecting on those when you're in the moment. So I don't know if you want to go first, like what does societal pressure mean to you when you hear that word? Um, that was like a hard, like I'm glad and so thankful that you found that article because <laughs> I didn't even know how I was going to break it down. Like societal pressures visually in my brain feels like a big ass, like Independence Day cloud. I try not to let it like, way on me but it's a lot to like break down but the points that they make in that article ooh, it's so true so So but to me it just means like there's a term for I forget what the term is but like there are so many problems we would not have as individuals if society didn't exist in the way that it exists aka if society wasn't such an a-hole a lot of the time we would have 100%. <laughs> probably have half the problems that we have now. There's a term for that where, especially like with body image, um, oh, what's the term? Um, where most of body image issues, women or anybody would not have if 
expectations weren't formed in society. Like it's just absolutely. It's like based on research and scientific facts. No, that's hundred percent. It's like we, and it has to do with like the likes, like the attention that people get because of the way they look. And it's yeah. like, if you don't look that way, you don't get that attention or you don't get what, you know, get treated a certain way. Yeah, absolutely. And I guess, so to me, it just societal pressures is kind of just this external thing that could actually impact your life a lot in ways that you don't even know. And it's hard to break away from. Um, I think, you know, all the points that are in that article these are things that we're talking about all the time anyway right Um, and trying to recalibrate I guess in a way that works for us individually um so that's kind of what it means to me but what would how does it I 100% see that the visual the cloud right of like I definitely adding on to what you said because I think that was like beautifully put is I think societal pressures too, like we give those, we give that power to those pressures, right? Like we give too much power to like, I'd only be happy if I had this, like that's the power we give that though. Or like, you know, if my, if someone in my life was better at this, I would be this. It's like, why are we allowing that much power to be given to those things you know yeah and I mean like that's my problem is that like we're always in society because we have all these expectations we have all these things but they're always going to be there but I think it it's really like we internally need to be like well, but what power are we going to give that you yeah. know like what power are we giving those to allow us to act a certain way so I think it's like figuring out like we have the power and we can decipher and and give out so many certain things but as long as they don't have majority of that power, then I think we'll be okay, right? We can internalize like, okay, these are always going to be things out there, mm-hmm. but I can allow it to have how much power over me, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's like what I keep in my head is like, ugh, I'm giving too much power of like that. Like that should not be over my head, you know? Oh, yeah. So too like how it's kind of like magic, like these insecurities they're there but did they come from like your core inner voice or did they come from that big loud voice of society and should you keep it bottled up should you even have it running around inside your brain or should you just be like no that's not a part of my psyche anymore so I feel like I want to break this down for like because I think I need help identifying how these things affect me because I think I'm the type of person who's like yeah like society like all these expectations but Mm -hmm. I need to be responsible for for me Uh, this basically like taking on all the guilt as to why I fall victim to these points so Mm -hmm. should we do you want to go over the point like yeah let's break it down we can do one at a time and I guess just going from there Do you want to like read them all and then we'll go one by one? Yeah, that works. So on Odyssey, they kind of break down based off like just research and surveys using qualitative and quantitative data for these top five societal pressures that we maybe face or just know of that are out there. Mm -hmm. So one is you need to wear makeup to look good. Two, you need a lot of friends to be happy. 
Three, money makes you happy in life. Four, being fit. Five, you need to be in a relationship. Um, and I think like it's the idea of like the media, like there's like, they, they have like this idea of like what an idealistic person is. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a problem. And so I don't know, yeah, going over each one, maybe and say like how to maybe navigate that, or maybe again, it's that reflecting in the moment when you're in situations where you think this, how to know your worth and find your internal power of like, no, like I have this, I'm not gonna let that overpower me. So for the first one, you need makeup to look good or for anybody, I think this idea of like a filter, you need mm-hmm. to have a filter on to look good. Yeah. Like so. be the totally real you it has to be like an elevated version. I mean, I have a light on right now, people. So <laughs> I mean, I think I look, you know, in the sense going off this, I do feel more confident when I do a makeup on or a filter. Now it is a problem because I know like when I leave my house, I think I have to wear makeup or have a filter on all the time. I do feel that way. And I don't know where that stems from. Like, does that stem from definitely Instagram with a filter, right? Because in, I, that came from an early age of like when I'd put an excessive filter on because I didn't understand like how bad it would be, how bad it would be. But I've always, ever since Instagram, that filter has always been a thing. I have to filter out this to make this look better. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know in the moment no, like, it's okay, Courtney. Like, how do I check myself to be like, oh, you're good. You don't need that. Or do I, or is it okay to be okay with having a filter, you know? And yeah, I think that's the thing. Sometimes if you want to use a filter, use a filter, do what you want to do, do what makes you feel good because it's just a stage. Like, Mm -hmm. cause I used to have freaking professional photos all over my Instagram and then I life just changed and then I realized uh this is exhausting it's not real and I don't care about this anymore so that's like when I tried to start posting like non-filter photos but this is kind of what I found like I had to I couldn't not pick a filter so then I realized okay like I realized I wanted a real photo, but I'm still addicted to needing a filter. I'm still addicted to that security blanket. Like it's just a security blanket, I feel mm-hmm. like. And if you need the security blanket for a little while, use it. Right. Because yeah. eventually I got to the stage where I worked on my inner thoughts or whatever, or mm-hmm. I just stopped caring completely. And now I feel confident like I can post a picture without any filters. Um, but it took me a couple of years, but I think sometimes it's just like a security blanket thing. Like, no, I'm going to post it with the filter because I just feel like I need to at this point Mm -hmm. in time. So I don't think it's a bad thing. Yeah. I think it's like something that you have to work. It's just a mindset that you have to work your way out of. And I think it has to do too, like your self-worth, like knowing your, what you're worth, like knowing like you don't need it, but it's okay to have it. You know, it's okay. Like if you feel more confident having makeup on, then if you have it on and you feel so good, 
then at the end of the day, that's more important than you feeling like you're not worthy to go out in, or you're not worthy of this. So I think it's like knowing yourself worth mm-hmm. and like working on that. And maybe eventually, if you don't want to have a filter, you don't have a filter because you know, you're okay. Not having one, you know, yeah. if that makes sense. Like by hundred percent believe, I think that like, it's really like at the end of the day, you have to do what makes you happy. As long as you're happy is the consequence of that. Like if, if you pose it with a filter, as long as you're really happy and you feel good about it, mm-hmm. that's all it matters, I guess. Yeah. You know? and I think, like you kind of said this too. It's like an attention thing. Um, Because mm-hmm. not only are you dealing with the voice of, no, like I like how it looks. It just makes me feel better. Um, because that kind of drowns out this other voice of what are people thinking? What are people going to think? That is another voice that you just have to like work your way out of. So it's hard. It's like, don't like, that's the journey, I guess. Like, yeah, just one problem stemming from this societal issue. There's all these little ones that you have so many factors. And Mm -hmm. like you said, is it worth it? Are these things worth it? Mm-hmm. and you just have to work from there yeah and I think like in a moment just allowing for like reflect on your intentions like are you being pure with it like and then think about too like why I think like why do you feel this way and then and then do it and then internalize am I happy like does this make me feel good then there's like questions to ask yourself throughout the process of when you put makeup on or when you filter yourself out or when you post something is like think about why you feel the way you do and then once you do it how do you feel then you know is it because I think that's the biggest thing is like your feeling at the end of it is like I feel really really good great that's all that matters you know like actually good like actually actually happy for yourself Mm -hmm. if not and like I did this exercise at a workshop one time where we just kept asking the question why so like ask yourself why see what the answer is then ask yourself why again and you'll like find out like okay it makes me happy but it really only makes me happy because it helps me post a picture that I know people will like so it's not really for me it's for them kind of right it's like you need that validation of other people it's not really happiness it's the need for validation yeah that's that's also something to reflect on yeah it's like what's making you feel validated is it your own worth or like you feel like justified enough or good enough or do you need other people to kind of reassure you mm-hmm. that you know you're good or you look good or whatever yeah. that's a good point I like that maybe we could do a whole podcast episode on worth I feel like that's a hard thing to define and like figure out and I think I'm just now understanding what that means I think that's a good topic to talk about though I think like so many people like don't sometimes realize in the moment or maybe don't actually feel like they have self-worth or they don't know what that actually means to them yeah I like that I think we need like definitely come back to that because that'd be a a good topic to talk about for sure it's I don't know I feel like you need to know what something means first sometimes Mm -hmm. to be able to deep dive into it well, yeah, we could write that down. Keep it in the notes. Okay, people, take notes for us. We need to come back to that. Um, two, you need a lot of friends to be happy. So interesting. Hmm. Hmm. 
I see it. I get the idea of it, but I think it's quality over quantity. Like I rather, I personally rather have five close, 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 close friends than have a ton of acquaintances that I can maybe not really have a deep relationship with. Mm-hmm. So I personally, when I see that, like as a societal, I see it though. Cause it's like, oh, like the more I take friends as maybe like followers and the societal pressure thing, like the mm-hmm. more followers you have, the more happy you'll be. And I definitely know people that just want a ton of followers, right? Cause mm-hmm. it is nice to feel like, oh, all these people want to follow me because, you know, I'm this, like, it feels good to have that many people want to like follow me. And yeah. I definitely see that, you know, but I think at the end of the day, like, are you still happy with what you have from them? Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Are you like, is that satisfy you to have like a thousand followers? And what does that really mean? Like, if you're happy with that, like, you're happy because like they give you a lot of likes and that boosts your confidence. Like, I don't know, it's, it's such a hard, like, I see it. I get it. But I think from the standpoint of like, I rather have a hundred followers that like, really know me maybe or like that actually care yeah you know then have a thousand that don't even probably like my photos anyway or don't even like talk to me or don't even know what I do or know me you know if that makes sense yeah and I think it is like assessing what those people want from you and why they're around you and a lot of the times if you have quantity over quality it's maybe common over time to be like well that person doesn't really know who I am why are they sticking around do you even follow them (laughs) exactly like and then like you kind of think do we even like each other do we even know each other um personally (laughs) yeah personally I am all about uh, quality over quantity too I feel like that was a good thing instilled by society maybe like the societal pressures of both right because mm-hmm. even when you have like a smaller group of friends that's still a lot of work that's still like relationships that maintaining that yeah and so even with the quantity over quality it still doesn't feel like enough sometimes <laughs> like I still so I do kind of fall victim to the lots of friends to be happy thing but in the way of maintenance in the way of just having those relationships and maintaining them that's kind of like a societal pressure too I think it's so hard it's even like relationships like partner like even like in your married life and relationships like it's relationships are hard like they're they're work and it's not always going to be easy. And I think like, I've lost so many friends along my journey of the last six, seven years, just mm-hmm. because like, I didn't reach out and then we kind of lost connection and it hurts, but it's like, it makes me realize, okay, like that's, and then, and then I internalize like, that's what I want to work on. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that I, I, I lost friends because I wasn't maintaining it. And now I know like, that's something I need to work on because I don't like that feeling of like losing friendships and, you know, people along the way. So I think like, it's navigating like, how to maintain them and have those quality friends because I personally want to have three or four best friends that we hang out all the time Mm -hmm. they have a bunch of acquaintances that I only hit up for going out or something or like occasional events 
me yeah. personally. So when you lost, like when you had to cut ties with those relationships, mm-hmm. obviously you were sad because a relationship was ending, but yeah. part of you sad because it was like, ah, uh, there goes uh, my friend count. Like, did yeah. you feel bad about losing a friend because that made you have less friends? No. Okay. Um, I think that's just like the introvert in me that I don't, because I think that is like a big thing like with, with certain people I know that does matter to me. It generally like was, because it, it, it was the friendship itself. Because like I knew her from college. We had so many memories that I think, and she was such a good friend. But like living across the country and like living in two and being two separate, we're in two different stages of our lives that it just was, just, it just happened. Like we stopped communicating. I stopped getting Christmas cards. I stopped getting, I stopped texting on birthdays. I just, you know, we just got caught up in life to where it just naturally fell out. It wasn't like it was like rude or F you, you know, I mean? it was mm-hmm. just like, it was like a, it just generally like a whole natural thing of just falling out. And so I generally think about, that friend a lot and I'm just like oh but I probably is like just move on Courtney you know kind of a thing but no like I'm I think it's just like the introvert in me it doesn't really care about the friend count it's just more of like I want to have best friends to where like I can hang out with them if, if we don't hang out every weekend it's not because we don't want to or can't just like life gets in the way but like we have that bond still yeah you know if that makes sense but I think it's a good question to ask people like do you care because of losing a friend count or do you just care because that was a good relationship you really valued you know yep I think like you nailed it for me too like being an introvert I'm not sure introverts fall super victim to this societal pressure because yeah. like uh no the less yeah, the yeah. me because too much like quant like quantity we don't want quantity because it's just too much. It's, it's just too, much. too much. Too much. It's that it's, and I think about like this fulfilling of a battery. Like I don't want that to me is like too much. I don't know the right word, but it's too much. Like, I don't want like all that. I, but I just want that small for friends that really fulfills that battery fulfills me and keeps me energized enough, but it's not like, a, you know, um, I don't know. It's, it's hard to explain, but it's, it's, I say introvert in me, not to like generalize all introverts, but it's like the introvert in me is, just, I don't care about the friend count. Like, I don't care if I have that many followers. I don't care. That's like, that's like all the work I put into that. Then. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, I feel yeah. like a small group that really fulfills me and charges my battery. And I, it's an idea of like, I don't like going to clubs mm-hmm. all the time. Like I don't mind it once in a while, but like for me, I, if I can't hear you and we can't have a really converse, like a deep conversation, that relationship to me doesn't matter then. Like I rather have a sit down at a nice bar, having a nice cocktail with a small group of friends, actually talking, making memories, like remembering things than to go to a club with a bunch of people having my foot stepped on and I'm not even talking to anybody because I can't hear you. If that's like in my, I'm a visual person. It's so like when I talk about being an introvert, I picture two settings and that club setting, even though every once in a while, I don't mind going to a place like that, that doesn't fulfill me, doesn't energize me in the best way, you know, if that makes sense. For sure. So, but yeah, but it's a good sure. question to ask, like, why do you care? Is it because you do the friend, the, the count 
of your losing Instagram followers or, or is it more of like the relationship? Yeah. You know, just like checking yourself and just being honest with yourself and whatever the answer is, it's fine. But Mm -hmm. is that how you want to proceed? I guess. Yeah. You are such a good friend. I could cry about it. So, (laughs) No, I, I genuinely like relationships like I do like if I lost you like I mean I it hurts me to say about this one friend and maybe mm-hmm. like I and before like oh just reach out I'm like no like that's not, like, I can't reach out now but uh I feel like he can't but maybe I could um no but like your your relationship like I there's two or three people I don't have a ton of friends anymore right because like just like I let things go and like I didn't want certain people but the friends I have it's like I would be heartbroken if I lost them because I think like just the realness and just the pure intentions I have with each of these people, I think like, wow, like that would be devastating to lose that pure relationship. And that's where you realize, oh, like there is a certain type of person that I will work hard to maintain a relationship with. And I think that's kind of like the light bulb that goes on. Maybe the older you get, I don't know. Um, Yeah, absolutely. You're just like, holding on to that one that's a non-negotiable and like you said no we don't get to hang out as much as we want we don't like we're so busy like maybe we want to check in more but we know how we feel about each other because we've worked hard to communicate yeah. that we have that bond that and there's just a bond too yeah absolutely and I think sometimes you're willing to lose other relationships because you just know that people are going to come and go, but along the way, there's going to be some bonds that just friggin' unite and are not going to, Yeah, you, you're not going to, you're going to build your count up. If like yeah. that's, something <laughs> that's that what you need. need. Yeah. That's what you want. You, don't worry because over time, let's say like once you're 100, you're going to have quantity and quality. You just have to, yeah. question, I think. Yeah, no, no. And I thought I'm on bubble BFF. Like, you know, I still crave so brave. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Well, I get, that's another story, but I, cause I've had people like unfriend me, block me because I won't respond in time. Like, and that's, <laughs> yeah. So F them. Um, no, but I still crave, like, I still want friend, like more friends in a sense, but if it's not at that level, I want, if it's not going to be like, it's work. Right. So it's like, I just had to make sure like Courtney, like if you're on Bumble BFF, you're putting that work in yeah. to build that friendship. I think that's my problem too, is I internally, like, as I say it out loud, I'm like, oh my gosh, like I don't put that much work into them as I get blocked. Um, cause I don't <laughs> respond, um, which is crazy people. Okay. Crazy. That's not necessary. Uh, not necessary. And I do notice, and I have a hurt feeling about it, obviously, but I still want the friend. It's just, I think you're right. It's the work. Yeah. And I don't put that much work in as I, as I say it out loud. I'm like, oh my gosh, like, I want, I should put more work into it. Cause there are like, so yeah, I'm on Bumble BFF people. Like I, like, I'm still like wanting to build those friendships, but I think you're right. Like, I think it's the work you put into it that you care enough to keep it up and maintaining it for sure. Like you said, the intention, the intentions. Yeah. Like my intention is to have a pure relationship off there, like make like a good friend. Um, but yeah, three money makes you happy. Mm. Eh, I don't know I don't know if I care about that as much I, I don't think it's this true. purely societal for me yes 
Absolutely. Purely. Purely. I could give a shit, but I want to do things. I want to be able to provide. I want, I want to do so many things that money is holding me back from. Yeah. Absolutely. I hate it because truly I don't care. I don't need a lot of money because I can make the best out of any situation, um, whether there's enough money or not. But I, I need it. <laughs> but money I is that. nice. It's super nice. Money is nice. No it's one's, no one's arguing that. But I think like money doesn't make you happy. Mm. What makes you happy is maybe the experiences you had from the money getting you there. You know what I mean? Like, like to have the money to do something and that something is what makes you happy. Right. Like that's how I take it. But I definitely, like I, when I see people on Instagram, for example, like all this materialistic stuff or like talk about these nice cars, like that to me is like nauseating. I don't know why I'm just like, ugh, whatever. Like I'm happy for you. Like if you can purchase these things and you worked hard, you got that. That's freaking amazing. But at the same time, that's not everything to me. Right. But then as I say it, I'm like, oh, but like genuinely happy. Like I'm happy for people that have it as long as they are happy from it. Yeah. Like if you're genuinely happy from having those purchases, but again, it's not the money, it's that item then, you know, like, yeah. so I think like for me, and I like, I go, I think in my head, I'm saying, I'm like, oh, I'm contradicting myself, but I think it's not necessarily the money. It's like the experiences that you're getting from it. That makes sense. For sure. And I think over time you realize, well, you start to question it too. Like, I don't know, like I used to get so sad. I'm still like, it's the issue of money is a huge insecurity of mine because mm -hmm. the career stages have just been friggin' insane for me personally. Yeah. But I feel like it is having the awareness and the reminder, like it won't always be like this. And I think maybe how we grow I think it's how people grow up too like mm -hmm. if you grew up with money mm -hmm. you're probably always gonna be around money because you're just like nope this is the life that's for me nope this is what I value because I know what lifestyle it brings and I'm not willing to have a different lifestyle like there's yeah. that motivation there where maybe like for the backgrounds that you and I came from we were we had to be taught like how to do things sans money yeah, yeah. But we absolutely. did have amazing experiences that involved a, a enough money. I think enough money. Like I um I'll I'll be the first to admit it. Like I was spoiled growing up, but yeah. by a single mother. So there wasn't a lot, Beautiful. but she, like a little goes a long way. And I think maybe well, she made you feel like you're spoiled. Like she yeah. made sure you had what you wanted. Mm -hmm. And that, and it's the fact that she also was a single mother is like beautiful, yeah. you know, like it's beautiful. And so, but I got to see, you know what? Money is awesome. Like it gives me experiences. It allows me to provide, which yeah. that's what I do want to feel. Um, and it's hard when I can't feel that way because of money. Yeah. But come on, like, I'm not gonna just be a victim to that all the time. Like I really try to keep the awareness and the reminder you know what it's not always going to be like this and you can make the best of anything like and right. everybody feels this way with money so relax 
like I always have to tell myself, relax. It'll relax. You don't need as much as you think. I, that's so true. Like you can do a lot with little, you just mm-hmm. have to be more creative. Yeah. Um, no, I definitely grew up. I mean, I think a lot of people probably say I grew up spoiled, but my mom worked her ass off. You know what I mean? Like that instead of me, like I saw her work ethic and like, I feel like that's who did instill that in me. So yeah, like I think, but I think like, you're right. I think you, you have, if you're getting pure happiness from it and you're fulfilled and like what you said, basically like you're working hard for it, but in the moment, like, you know, I think a little goes a long way. And I think just to like knowing, like, if you're genuinely happy with what you have, mm-hmm. you know, it's not necessarily maybe the money, but those experiences drawn from how you got there with the money, you know, if that makes sense. But for no, sure. I, I think it's, to me, it's so motivating. I'm so genuinely happy for people that are making it, you know, like you're hardworking, you're putting the work in, you know, and, but you're not like, you're not gloating to people, like, like dehumanizing people that don't have it, but like, I'm generally happy for people that like, you're out there busting your butt, like you're out there doing all stuff and you're like taking that money and you're generally happy from it. Yep. So well, and it yeah. is cool, like to see a friend, like get that Jeep that they wanted, get that bag. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> and no, that money, it, like that's your money. And I'm is, so glad that you have it. That and I think it's too. Like we're especially people our age, like we're in our twenties. We got through college, or if you haven't gone to college, or whatever. Like you're out there working. You're you're getting the money. You're saving up. You're having it, and that's making you happy. Like you're having things that are making you happy, and you got it from working hard and busting your butt. And like uh, that that like motivates me. Like I'm like I'm so happy for that person. I'm like God, that's such like a story. That's such like an inspiring story. Like bust your butt, and it's also too like when I have make the money, I get an item and I got it from my job. It makes me feel good. I'm like, Oh my God, like Courtney, like go Courtney. You know what I mean? Like, I just like, mm-hmm. it's just, yeah. So I think societal pressures of like seeing it out there, um, that money brings you happiness. I think it's that idea of like what we're talking about, but I think it's that idea of like, it's to me, I see the societal pressure, but I see it like in the positive sense of like people our age, having the money from the work they're doing and busting their butt. Like that to me is like encouraging of societal pressures. And maybe it is a societal pressure, right? Cause it's like telling, like we're getting motivated off it, but I think it's positive. And like use it to your advantage, yeah, which is hard. And like, I have to admit, like I right now at this point in my life, I'm so unmotivated by money, by working because yeah. currently there's so much going on in my personal life in a good way that has all my attention and you're fulfilled Uh, but I miss out I feel like I don't have the motivation to work more granted I work like 40 plus hours a week so it's kind of impossible to work more right but maybe putting in the time to go make more money I, I I couldn't possibly care about that right now no well, you enjoy what you're doing that. Like that's all something you, you it's know, you compromise right now. I yeah. found what I, I'm loving what I'm doing. Getting mm-hmm. paid, not very, I'm getting paid shit, but it's just temporary. <laughs> when it's experience. Like yeah. I feel like if I saw that, what you did on a resume. Yeah. It's, I mean, you're learning a lot. And I think like that too, like, it's kind of like the idea of like in college where we have, 
an internship, you're not getting paid anything, but it's like that value of what you're getting out of it. And if you genuinely like it, mm-hmm. then it makes up for like maybe made a little bit more, but you weren't happy with what you're doing. So I, I think it's like you're, that compromise, like it's not a lot right now, but I enjoy it. And one day I'll get to where I want to be Yeah, based off of this experience that kind of drove me there, you know? And that's what I'm focusing on too. Like usually I'm a six monther at most and then I'm gone. And yeah. so, but I'm willing to stay in these jobs for a couple more years. That's awesome. That's huge for me. So that's just a separate that's beautiful. thing. Beautiful. I, I love that. It's just a separate thing that I have to work on. And unfortunately the money is not there. Yeah. I'm trying to get creative to bring other like forms of money in, but it, it is this like candle I- business of yours. Listeners get her candles. Like I have two right now. One's like, how do you say, is it rattan, rattan, wicker? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I have, first of all, it goes with my decor in the house. That was a win-win. Um, no, you are, uh, you're, a, you're an inspiration. I see like the hustle that you're doing in the business. I'm like, mm-hmm. I wish I had the, maybe I don't know my skills. It may have another episode. It's like finding our skills, finding mm-hmm. what we're good at. I don't have a side hustle, um, but I'm motivated by you. I see you're like, oh my God, like, she like is doing stuff on the side like that. Like go Fran, you know? And I think that'll, I don't love that. I have to like implement an additional thing, but I don't think I'll never not have something. I just have to do something creative all the time, but But no one has that though. Like I I know like, it's like, I don't want another work. I don't want to have another, I feel like I had to have another business for income, but like you're Mm -hmm. so creative that like not many people can have that, those so many avenues of income. Like you have the mindset to like create things that not many people can do, you know, that makes sense. So like, even though it's like, there's like a downside, like, oh, I need another avenue to have income come in. It's like, at the same time, the fact that you can do something else like that, I can't do. I don't even know like what I would do, you know? (laughs) Thank you. Um, Yeah. I love you. There's like such a, it's, I get it. I get how it could be a downfall, but then I'm like, you have so many skills. Like you have so many good ideas. It's like, no, I'm telling you right now, I don't like there, not a lot of people have it and they are doing it. You know, it's not natural or it's hard for them to come up with an idea. Like where you, I feel like I see everything that you're doing all the time. Like, oh my gosh, like, how does she do this? You know? So <laughs> it's, there's a, there's a, there's a light at that tunnel of like, you know, hitting the nail on the head like there's always a light at the end of the tunnel yeah exactly like because yeah right now I could be in tears all day every day about how much I make Mm -hmm. but I'm trying to focus on the point of all this Mm -hmm. by casting aside the societal pressure of how much money I make um I can't think about that right now so I think the thing of money is like purely societal it sucks, but it's cool to use it to your advantage. Sometimes. Absolutely. So, yeah. All right. Four and five. Um, I know we're getting on a uh, time, but four is being fit and five is me to be in a relationship. So what do we think about four and five being fit and you need to be in a relationship? I think being fit is a hard one. Again, I think that's one of the things that's mostly societal but I think it kind of goes back to how how do you feel how do you want to feel how like the way that the why 
how much does the way that you look make you feel? What's your motivation? Um, so yeah. yeah. I think it's a lot, just the whys. I think at the end of it, as we go through all these, I, I think that just, it's the whys, like what's driving you when you're doing it and what are you getting out of it? I think like being fit, like personally, I've always been someone that's been like, I like to work out, I like to do certain things, but when I do it, it's not because, I mean, it's nice to like have some toneness, but it's because I like it. Like I, it's a stress reliever. I, I, I love like, the way I feel doing it and afterwards, but mm-hmm. it's not because I'm trying to compare myself to X, Y, Z. It's yeah. because I genuinely like if when I do work out and in their weeks, I don't like, I didn't work out all last week and that's fine. I just was too busy and tired. But when I do it though, the reason I try to motivate myself to do it is I love the way I feel after. Like I love like my intentions are like, it relaxes me. I just feel like I get all my stress out that way. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something to look forward to sometimes. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do it this day because I like I'm motivated to get to that day. So I think it's the I think it's the intentions. Like I think a lot of these are like, what are your intentions? Like what's what's the why behind it? What do you tell yourself to get motivated? So I think a lot of it is like find well, first two parts up. I have to find something I like. So to motivate myself to do it is I genuinely just like to do it. So like when I so when I go for a walk every day in the neighborhood, with my dogs at night, it's, I like it. Like, I just like the way I feel like I, it's also truly just like, oh, Courtney, just once you do it, I, I know my outcome. So I know like how I feel afterwards. And I know it's hard in the beginning to like, oh, well, if I've never done it before, how do I know? I think just the idea of like finding something new, like being open to new stuff. Like, so if you're like, oh, I don't like working out, but I want to do something, but think of like, there's the reason why people do it is because it's a stress reliever. Like it's the endorphins, whatever they say it gets released. Like that's what it is. So it's like, try something new, try going for a walk, try, you know, I got a cycle stationary bike, not a Peloton, but I got a stationary bike and I do yoga. So like, I know I've explored those options. I've explored different activities and those three activities. I know how I feel afterwards. And that's what motivates me. It's like, Oh, Sometimes I have like a burden, just do it, Courtney. Because when I do it, I'm so happy I did it. Yeah, so I don't yeah. know if that answers that question, but like, I just, I know how I feel afterwards. Yeah. And that makes up for me wanting to do it. So I'm like, even though it feels like a burden, like, oh, I don't really want to get on it. But once I start doing it, I'm like, oh, I'm so happy I did it. I feel so much better, you know? Yeah. I'm like such a lazy girl right now. So I don't do shit. I feel that though. Like I'm every- tired every now and then, like, I'm like, I need to stretch. Like I have to get mm-hmm. whatever is bothering me. I have to get it out. And even when I'm doing it, it immediately feels so good. It's the after feeling. Yeah. It's, just- it's And like, while I'm feeling so good, I'm like, this feels so good. I should do it more often. Yeah. Like I'm so like, it's the burden and the good feeling at the same time. It is. It's, but, it comes like, with time though. I think, yeah. I think like once you get into routines, I, I even told myself like in the mornings, like if I just like get up a little earlier and at least just do a yoga thing. So I like watch my like Pamela Reeve on YouTube. I will like watch a, if I just do yoga at least every day, then I at least like feel like good afterwards. And then if I feel good after work enough to do something else, I will, but I think it's just like, it's, you have to get in that routine and that's hard. I I'm not there yet, but I just know at least like to get myself to do it. I just know 
it, the outcome is going to be way better. Like I'm going to feel way better after I do it. I just have to get to doing it. Yeah. It literally improves your life after five it does. Like your mental health. It's yeah. just like good. It's yeah. honestly like taking a hit. Mm-hmm. Gonna feel good. Yeah, absolutely. For me, I have to relate it to that because obviously I participate in that. But sometimes I have to make that comparison, like, yeah, five minutes of yoga is just as beneficial. Uh, it is. But, you know, hey, listen, Mary Jane, like, you know what I mean? Like, fucking, fucking, you know, whatever it is, like, take your hits, take your whatever, like, it's that just whatever is going to get you that good feeling and, like, fulfill you and, like, make you feel good, like, mentally, mm-hmm. right? Because that, to me, it's, like, not always physical, but it's a benefit, right? But it's that mental health of, like, there's reasons why people do it. Like there's science behind like what's being released, what you need, like what's going to make you feel good. It's just, but it is hard. And I don't have the answers to how do you get to do it every day? I don't do it every day because I just can't, but it's just like, once you get in that routine of like, I did it today once, I don't do it once a week. And then maybe you turn into twice a week. So I think it's like setting a goal for yourself too, of like, okay, one day this week, I will do yoga. Yep. And then I feel good. It's like, Ooh, I checked off. It's like, Oh, Maybe I'll do it tomorrow. Like it was so easy today. So I think like that, wow. if I say it right now, I'm like, because I don't do that because I mean, I have like a little like sticky note at my desk of like, okay, like a check mark. Did I do my yoga today? Or did my yoga this week? Like on a Friday, can I look at that sticky note and so it be a check mark? You know, and then it's like, okay. And then it's like, oh, you already did it this week. Like, I could do it again. It was that easy yesterday. Yeah. So it maybe you- goal setting, you know? Yeah. Just like goal setting. And I think, the idea of really small goals doesn't get enough credit because once you do it like a little bit, you're like, I'm going to be an overachiever and I'm going to do it more. <laughs> Listen, you know, uh, you got to start somewhere, right? You like you can't, somewhere. you can't conquer a, a mountain. You can't conquer it all at once. Like I think they it's like slow and steady wins the race. It's such like, um, doesn't get enough attention. Like that's like such a under- I don't know the word. It's like an inconvenient truth. I feel like, like it is. Sorry, it's, like it's steady wins the race. It's not exciting, but it's the way to go. It's the and way. It's the process that we need. You know, that's that's like that's our own. It's our own journey. You know, and I think we don't like we get taught that in school. It's like, oh, you're getting, you know, you don't really appreciate what that means because you don't have enough experience yet. Mm-hmm. Like once you get older, like oh my gosh, like nothing good comes in a day, you know? And I mean, like, it's like a sense of like, it's a journey, like not worrying about like that end because at the end's not like we an end. It's just a like journey you're on. And so I think like, it's not against societal pressures of like all these things we've talked about so far, the being fit, the money, the friend, it's like, it's just about, it's the idea you get from it, but it's not necessarily like, like it's something that's going to be tangible. You know, it's going to fulfill you. And it goes up to that next thing of like, you need to be in a relationship. I think like, I see that. And I think like, I get it. I understand that, like that societal pressure, like why that's there. But I think like, what are you getting from, it's that why again, like, what are you getting from that relationship? Cause like, you don't want to just be in a relationship because you feel like you have to be. Cause then it could be the worst relationship, but you know, go back to last week's maintaining. Mm-hmm. It's like, are is it bettering you? Um, are you generally happy? Like, I think it's like those intentions, um, and those whys behind it. Yeah. And I think it is similar to 
the lots of friends to be happy and maybe it's different for this is just an example like it's different for an introvert versus an extrovert like mm -hmm. absolutely maybe, like I feel like if I hadn't met Pablo I would have been totally fine not being in a relationship mm -hmm. because of whatever how many reasons could you count right like right it's work it takes a lot of time um it's a lot of work to focus on yourself and you know we were super young so mm -hmm. at the time he just became a non-negotiable because we actually loved each other and mm -hmm. were obsessed with each other and yeah but it was a healthy good bond just like we're talking about with the friendship thing where it became a non-negotiable uh yeah it's hard work and yeah like we're constantly working on something but you're still like which you know is hard like it can be hard to put yourself through that um mm -hmm. but it's still a non-negotiable it's still something you're gonna work towards because of the intention behind mm -hmm. your relationship with this person my intention yeah. with Pablo is to just be around him because I just want yeah, to and Pablo's love him. the best. And, but it's like my brain knows like, no, we're working on this. Get off your ass. And like, that's kind of my intention is to be a good partner and like to make him happy. Like, I'm just, yeah. you kind of become a sucker like that too. You're like, yeah. I just want to make you happy. And sometimes I think with relationships, there's an obvious motivator, mm -hmm. but then you still have to question it. You still have to question what your intentions are. Absolutely. I think, I think too, like when it comes to hard relationships, like kind of just going off that is like, I always think like, oh yeah, it probably would be easier sometimes to be single, but at the mm -hmm. same time, any relationship I would get into, I'm going to have problem like, there's always going to be something to work on so I think like it's that mindset of like don't think there there is an easy way out absolutely doesn't mean that that's going to be the best option for your health and your mindset like what you want like if you're generally love somebody you know you're gonna that fulfills you but just know like no no relationships perfect no relationships you know going to be easy because there's two people <laughs> you have two people sometimes there's gonna it's you know there's gonna be something there um I think it's the idea like when you're in a relationship and you see people you know on you know Instagram or whatever the societal pressure is that you feel you have to be in a relationship I guess just asking yourself why do I feel like I need to be in it and what am I going to get from it because I think at the end of the day those are two separate things and again quality over quantity um and what's fulfilling your bucket and if you're not happy or you're in a relationship right now and there is tension, that's okay. But then find like, make it work, right? Like find like how you can make that work or, or realize it's not bettering you and take yourself out of that situation. But you, at the end of the day, you need to think internally, like my whys, like, why am I with this person? Like, why do I want this? What are my intentions? What am I going to get from it? And know that nothing's ever going to be easy. Like everything's always going to take work and that's the beauty in it though right because that's like the maintaining that's awesome about it so yeah is yeah. it I think it's asking yourself too do I want a relationship 
and thinking about what that word relationship means because yeah. it means a journey it means a fucking yeah. journey. um or do mm-hmm. i want attention do i want yeah. things do i want someone around mm-hmm. do i just want to not be alone do I want these individual things or do I want an actual relationship? And then thinking about what that word actually means. Again, like defining something is so important sometimes because I don't know, like there's the thing too of like just how you grew up, like were you shown what a real relationship is? Right. I don't think I, I didn't get to see that firsthand. So I sometimes feel like, what the fuck am I doing? I don't know. So I have to define that for myself because I don't know firsthand account. I don't know. From- you didn't see like it modeled maybe how you how you're living it now and I think yeah I, I think like just knowing yeah what your intentions are in it and what you want out of it and I think it's, it's, it's that reflection like allow yourself to sit here and maybe make a list like maybe you need to write down like what are my intentions you know do I just not want to be lonely and, you know, like, that's fine. Like, if I just, as long as you find what your reasons are, mm-hmm. that can help you decide what you want. Like, yep. what do I want? What are my intentions? Is that going to fulfill me? And you know? can I fulfill that for myself mm-hmm. instead of relying on a person to do it for me? Right. Because you really yeah. should be doing these things for yourself and just have, because yeah. a relationship, it can mean all these things, but then it should be kind of simplified too. like, you know, this person doesn't have to be everything for you and they, pro- they probably shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think it's cool too, like, but it's hard, but it's cool when you think about what the word relationship means or what the word happy means mm-hmm. because it's funny because like, I think we think of what society tells us all those things mean, mm-hmm. which is hard to break away from. It means differently to everyone. You know, what you think is happy yeah. might be much different than my happiness or what I like what I expect or something. And um, I think you're right. I think like it's the kind of thing where it's like how if how if you don't love yourself, like you have to love yourself more than anybody else. You know? Oh, you're good. Um, I think yeah, it goes back to that self-worth and like knowing like you have to be generally happy first. You shouldn't rely on somebody else to make you happy. Like you have to be happy with yourself and love yourself first. Yeah. Like no one should ever like, I don't know. I don't know the best wording, but it's like, it's just knowing and loving yourself first and finding your genuine happiness. Like you can't depend on somebody else to do it for you or like be happy only when someone's around you. It's like, you generally need to find yourself first to allow that relationship to even evolve. You know, I think that's so hard. It's like, it's a lot. It's a lot to navigate in the world. And I think too, like especially when you're like at a young age and you're just going through life trying to find yourself, find your career, find your passions, find your hobbies, find this like on top of that, like now you're adding somebody else into the mix. It's like how hard. it's hard. And I think it's like self-actualization, like how like, just focus on yourself first. And that will then allow you and enable you to like understand the relationships around you, what they mean in relation to you. And it's such a hard, it's definitely not a snackable thing to digest that statement. I thought that's, there's so many moving pieces. And I think it's allowing to really ask yourself at the end of the day, what are my intentions? What do I want? How do I feel? 
really opens up those doors then for everything else if that makes sense totally and that's exactly what I was thinking like fuck society form Mm -hmm. your own ideas listen to your own voice just listen to what you want like Mm -hmm. follow those little visualizations in your head um have those cobweb boxes that you know (laughs) clean them out yeah you get like a spring cleaning thing and yeah absolutely it's like fuck society think for yourself yeah for yourself absolutely and you're gonna like that's hard too because you it's weird how like no like you shouldn't give this much power to societal issues but it's hard to break away from so you kind of have to like fight for your individuality in your own thoughts sometimes and I think it's like knowing like when I say power it's like no being aware like being just thinking about this like oh like I never thought of how much power I gave this, or I never realized how much power I let this person dictate. Like if I'm in a relationship and I'm saying to myself, oh, I would just be happy if they did this. No, because then you're giving that too much power. Like, I think it's like realizing like you own the power. You're the one that puts that out there. Like, don't let something else hold power over you. Like all the time, I always think, oh, if I just had this, I'd be okay. No, because then I'm giving that too much power now. You know, like, it's like, no, like you own it you have the power and then just being aware of that. Like in the moment, like every time you say to yourself, oh, I would just be happy if, or I would, if they just did this, I would be fulfilled that way. It's like, no, because like, now you're letting that power, them have that power over you. And that's not fair to you. And that's not fair to them. Because then you're putting that expectation on them that that's not fair to them. So I think like this, you know, just really with the societal pressures of realizing like what you're in the situation you have the, you're feeling this way, asking yourself, what are your intentions? What's the whys and what power am I allowing them to have over me? Cause somebody like saying I should be happy if they did this, that's not fair to them. That's not fair to you because now they have that power. And if they don't live up to your expectations, that's not fair to them. And that's not fair to you then, you know? So I think it's really just the power you're allowing things to have over you. I think that when I think of societal pressures, it's like, don't let those powers overcome you and like, don't allow those powers to even like exist on those, those platforms or those pressures, if that makes sense. I think I, every day now that, like, now that we talk about this, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, I hope every day I think I have these thoughts, I think about the power, you know, that visual thing of like, who's, who, who's having that power and why did I allow them to have that power over me? Right. So, yeah. So absolutely well this was a good one this was a good one I mean over 30 minutes (laughs) but But I think we're good I think I think we both needed this I think like I hope someone listening to this I hope you really did offer some support because I think we all go through these pressures and we go through these instances and we go through these struggles and I, I don't think we fully understand the why why we go through them so I really hope this helps, helped me. Um, hope it helps everybody else. Helps me um, a lot. I, I hope, you know, you're in your car being like, yes, uh-huh. <laughs> I'm so glad. Like I'm not psycho for thinking that or weird or never a baby or a brat. Like no. so at that point, we are having a good time talking about these things. It's helping us. So Till next time. Till next time.
<laughs> Bye, guys. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh...